0: This week's edition of the Hooligan Report, back with a full round of pictures after the international break, and I'm joined today by Croy Good evening. And we're also joined for the first time by Type Club, so welcome along. Howdy. How have you found the season so far at Type Club?
1: Uh, it's been a pretty good start to the season, um, although at the top of the table I wouldn't say it's been very impressive apart from Chelsea.
0: Um, it's, it's been pretty open up there, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, you've got teams shooting up, like
0: Southampton
1: and uh, West Ham, and uh, yeah, but... It's been pretty entertaining. We'll see how it goes as it plays on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll get right into the review, boys. Uh, well, first we'll talk about the early game, which was Man City pretty much regular regular sort of win against Tottenham 4-1. we are kind of Agu- got used in the last few seasons.
2: Aguero 4, Tottenham 1.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was the first question I was going to ask, boys, is just how good is Aguero? He's got 61 goals in 95 games for City, uh, and best, he's looking pretty best, unstoppable. Best player in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, he's the kid's top five in the world, when he's fit.
2: Right now, Ronaldo. Oh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't say that, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a few notches below there, but maybe better than Messi.
2: (laughs) Definitely the best player in in the Premier League, though, I think. Uh,
1: On current form, he might get his first player of the year this year, on current form. The way he's uh, going. Yeah, he's fit, he's banging them in. Four on the weekend, and he missed a penalty. So. I
0: was going to say, I mean, he could have had five or six the way he was going on the weekend. Um, and I wanted to ask about those penalties, because there was four of them. Do we think they were all deserved, or do a couple of them come under the microscope? For instance, especially like the Soldado a... penalty slash dive. I mean, I don't even think that was inside the box. Yeah, yeah it that, it looks that was like a dive. Uh, also, the Lampard one, which I think was the first penalty, went soft, down quite easily. S- soft, but
2: seeing them given.
1: Yeah, good. and Soldado these days, he can't even convert a penalty. You, know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got you're safe to hard
0: in fairness.
1: Well, you got Joe Hart in between his sticks. You got to put it past him.
0: Yeah, he's, I think he's he's saved something like three of his last five penalties. Joe Hart actually, so he's doing all right these days.
2: Yeah, he stepped
1: it up. It, it,
0: it, it was
2: a good save. I I thought, I thought it was quite a strong save to be honest. He
0: actually, I, it looked like he went down for the save before Soldado actually struck it as well. So he guessed quite well.
1: Yeah, it was a good save by him to be honest.
0: Um, and the other thing I wanted to touch on with this it, game is Lampard's injury.
2: Could could be the end of him.
0: Could be the, the end, end of that, the family <laughs> league.
2: Oh, well, the way that commentators are talking about it, which would be a shame, really, but I, I haven't heard anything about the extent of the injury unless...
0: Oh, I haven't heard anything, to be honest. Yeah. No, me either. Because, I mean, he's helped to join up with uh, New York City in the new year, I'd assume, so if it's any sort of, you know, one- to two-month injury... That would be it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: Yaya Toure did just put in a great performance in the Champions League, so that guy he was on the bench on the weekend, so they do have some backup there.
0: Well, exactly. No, not bad backup to have either. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to um, the game that I was looking forward to discussing with you, Cruyff. It was it was <laughs> our, our teams up against each other, and I think I was vindicated a little bit with that scoreline two-two. It wasn't what a few people were suggesting. Call me biased, call me whatever, but. 2-2 in the end. What what did you think of it? Um,
2: I thought the first goal of oh, for you guys was it, it wasn't a foul. I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. As someone mentioned, always play to the whistle. Um,
0: yeah, I Mur- I, was, it was Saka who sort of didn't go into oh, the He yeah. just stood there waving his arms.
2: He, he, yeah, he he cracked the shits, and um, Flamini was the one that was alleged allegedly fouled. But I, I I when I was watching it live, I didn't see anything in it.
0: The way I saw it was, I mean, and especially on replay, was I saw it as Flamini uh, fouling Diami initially with trying to jostle him off the ball. Diami was too strong and held his feet. And I do think there was some semblance of a foul back because he sort of grapples at Flamini. But if you're not mm. paying the first one, then you're not paying the second one. So I think it was, a, it was the right call in the end.
2: And our first goal, I thought the finish was good, but the defending and goalkeeping left a bit to be desired.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. Harper was um, a bit poor to let that one in from that angle. And-
2: San- Sanchez to set out well back was quite sublime, too. Well, I did
0: want to ask you, I mean, Sanchez was just about head and shoulders above everyone else on the field, wasn't he? Yeah, he
2: was, he, he's been a great signing, really, but it's just a shame that the rest of our team isn't
0: so great. Um, I did want yeah. to ask you about that, cause, and so I'll bring, you, I'll bring you into this as well, type club. Uh, Wenger was asked after the match... Uh, why he hadn't gone out and signed the extra defensive mid and extra defender uh, and he was sort of excusing that and saying that that wasn't actually your issue at the moment despite only moments earlier saying that you were leaking too many goals um, how do you see Arsenal's start to the season I might actually ask Type Club first of all as an objective observer or uh, as objective as we have
1: yeah objectively viewing on Arsenal's start to the season um, this game was just it seemed like more of the same the midfield dominated they've got a strong midfield so there's no doubt about that but you know, they had sixty six percent possession, ten corners to zero, nine shots to four, and but they couldn't find anyone to put the goals away. Uh and then they slipped up a defence. So I think it's pretty typical of Arsenal's season where they've got a strong midfield but a really weak defence and attack.
2: When you say strong, do you mean quality of players or
1: I'm um, just controlling the midfield, quality of attacking players, not so much defensive. But um yeah, you got sixty six percent possession and you're dominating the, the attack. So.
2: Physically, they're quite a weak side, which is, is concerning. And for teams like Hull and Stoke and that sort of thing, you need big-bodied players to try and combat with the, the football, those sort of lower sides play. But it's, we lack steel.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think um, Davies actually came out and said that you don't have very many strong players, and was actually remarking on the fact that you had a few chances to sign Diame and didn't go about it. I think when he was at Wigan and then when he was at West Ham. And he's got four goals in five games, and he's that big, strong. I, I, I think I made the comparison to Toure, not in terms of ability, but in terms of <laughs> the role he plays. So don't don't get too don't get too uppity about that comparison. But, um, you don't have, like you're saying, you don't have that sort of big body midfielder. We well, you we look court. at the.
2: Old Arsenal teams, you had players like Vieira, Gilberto Silva, Campbell. Like you, We just lacked the physicality that, you, A, you actually need and what we actually had. It, and it's quite disappointing from a fan's perspective. But, I mean, when you've got a stubborn old goat in charge of your club, what can you do? <laughs>
0: Uh, I actually saw a rumour today that there's that there's some rewards, wor- of rumour at this stage, I suppose, that Ancelotti could be being lined up being to li- take over from Wenger. I guess it applies yeah. to both of you guys. Would there be any semblance or any grain of truth to that whatsoever? I can't see
2: why I'd leave Real, to be honest.
1: No, he's not having any problems with Real. Um, it's a rare case where they've actually found a manager where they're pretty happy with, and um, yeah, he's doing well. He's delivering. He's got a delivery in La Liga, but the guy is like really good with squad management. He'd be good for. For Arsenal, but
2: the, I don't know where he'd go. The only reason I can think he'd leave Real is that if he's felt he can achieve all he can there.
1: Yeah, he'd have to win La Liga first for that, though.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say no to Ancelotti.
0: Well, it's just a, I saw it as a headline on Fox Sports just before the podcast, so I didn't see just how much truth there was to and, it. But, um, but v-
2: Vengo won't leave until his contract's up. So when is that? When is- 2017, I think. Mm, the bo- okay. the border to Gutless to sack him, and he's got too much pride to resign. Well,
0: at the AGM recently, didn't they say that everyone answers to Wenger, basically?
2: Yeah, that's what the chairman said.
0: So everything, uh,
2: everything goes through him, so it's more like us and FC. <laughs>
0: it's, it's a bit troubling. Uh, we'll move on to the next game, which was being played at the same time, and I could hear cheers, cheer after cheer after cheer as the goals went in from Southampton Sunderland, which finished 8-0. Uh, there's a few talking points out of this one. I think we'll start with the beautiful finish for the first goal by <laughs> <laughs> by Virginie into his own net. Uh, how did you guys see this one?
1: Yeah, so complete domination by Southampton. They've just won player at a month and manager at a month, and they've just kept marching on, you know. 8-0 um, scoreline. They dominated everywhere on the field. Just much more clinical. And, um, yeah, that that result puts their goals ahead of Man City on goals what, what's-
2: was the 8-0, do you think, reflective of each team's ability, or is it just Sunderland are that bad?
1: Um, I think that Southampton were very good, more than what sounds Sunderland were bad. Sunderland started pretty well, but they just fell apart in the second
2: half. I think once you go five down, morale starts <laughs> to drop, and you think, why are we even here? Yeah. And I think that, that 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 may, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I think it might have played a part in the players' minds that 5-6-7, that's it's like, why are we here? And... My 9-4 my on oh, the 6th or 7th goal, that was absolutely yeah, disgraceful.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, there were a few goals there where you questioned just how much you know their heads were in it because there's the one where they def- I think it's um, Bridcut bundles it over the line, there's Minoni dropping the ball over the line from a save, the pass out to... <laughs> so
2: that's 3, yeah.
0: Tadic is it? So there's, yeah. And, and obviously the 1st Even first they're,
2: def- they're defending on, I think, the 3rd and possibly the 4th were absolute yeah. rubbish.
0: Was it, the that, um, was it the one that Wanyama when Yama scored I'm thinking of where they defend they just didn't go in for any tackles and I just, just for all of them they were very disappointing in different ways for in- each, of the, each of the eight Absol- absolutely abysmal. The other yeah. point I wanted to touch on for the match we talked about how how good Aguero is. Um, Pele's form has just been unbelievable um, coming into England for his first season and doesn't doesn't I mean it's being talked about a little bit but not as much as I think it deserves. Um, so what have we made of him so far?
1: Oh yeah, fantastic. <laughs> start. Um, apparently only Aguero has had more chances on goal. But this guy's putting him away and he's getting called up to Italy. He's keeping Balotelli out of side, so
0: it's okay. pretty achievement isn't it? I think I think he scored for Italy the other day it's so, all well, I think during the international break. I think yeah. in a one 0 win Where? against um I can't remember who it was. Where did they sign him from? Feyenoord, was it? Or yeah. I don't he know.
1: He wasn't he wasn't playing in Italy. He was um yeah he was in he was in the Dutch league.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: I think he was with yeah. Coman. So I think Coman brought him over.
1: All right, yeah, ah. Coman, and Coman's doing pretty well too. It seems.
2: Yeah, he he, he deserves some plaudits too for the, the the way the way if you looked at Southampton's off season, they lose Lalana <laughs> whoever else they did, names
0: There
2: we go. Uh, Chambers, um, and then they they like their manager too. I think didn't
0: they? Yeah. Um, it looked like they were in real strife, but I don't think anyone would have expected this.
1: Liverpool, they might come shopping again.
0: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk about Liverpool now, and I, I, I know you've got. This should, got a few this should be to, interesting. Got a few things to say, Type Club. With Liverpool's three goals oh, yeah. QPR QPR, <laughs> four goals, four goals after 80 minutes, I believe. Um, three of them own, go- or two of them own goals, was it? Two, uh, yeah, three, there were two own goals for the match. Um, well, uh, type Club, what did you think?
1: Yeah, you know, own goals. They're the top scorer for Liverpool this season. They've got <laughs> three goals, the same as, um, as Sterling. So. uh... Yeah, it was like watching an under-12s match, you know, when the kids getting tired at the end of the game and all the goals start going in. It was four out of five goals scored in the last ten minutes. Um, so that was pretty damning on both teams. It was probably embarrassing that they both couldn't close the match. Um, but yeah, Liverpool must be ruining their luck that Lovren, he was injured for Croatia, and in his fit he came for Liverpool. <laughs> and uh, Sturridge is injured for Liverpool, but he goes away to England and gets injured, so... They've been a bit unlucky there. They only got four shots on target.
2: I think the loss of Slowage, though, has affected Liverpool deeply. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um With, with him, they completely different side, but pace, power, like directness.
1: Yeah, last season, he became a world-class player. Um, yeah. Top ten striker in the world. He's a big loss, as is Suarez, but a lot of people are saying it's all about Suarez leaving. I'm not so sure if that's the case, because, yeah. Um, because, yeah, they've got, They don't have the unknown factor anymore, and they're no longer having a full week to prepare mentally for their opponent. So I think Suarez also benefited from that.
0: Now, there was a bit of talk, obviously, during the international break of Sterling's fitness, and I think you'd had a bit to say about this in terms of the the management from um, both Rodgers and Hodgson. I'm too tired to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, I, th- I think, if I remember correctly, you said something about Sterling starting the game uh, against QPR. Do you think there's talk they'll play a false nine against Real Madrid with Sterling, and obviously we'll talk about the um, Liverpool-Real Madrid game a bit later, but how do you think Sterling played against QPR? Type yeah, of- he
1: he looked a little tired, to be honest. Um, he wasn't his usual self. He did um, get on the end of a few, a few moves, but I think he's also having the problem where his teammates aren't playing as well as they were last season. I think his performance has dropped a little, but overall, his teammates have dropped much more, and he can't play with Suarez anymore, he's got a guy like Balotelli next to him now.
0: And to be honest, I think Sterling was, you know, he burst onto the scene last season, but now all the pressure's on him, he's basically the star man of the team. Uh, he doesn't have someone like Suarez to sort of fall back on, like you're saying.
1: Yeah, Suarez was probably their best player in their EPL history, so him going out is a big loss, but you've also probably got to tweak the way you play a bit, and I don't think Rodgers has done that.
2: I think Rodgers needs to be very careful the way he man manages Sterling Cruz. He's only, what, eight, 19? 19, yeah. He, he plays him too much, he's going to run him into the ground and then they get injuries. As an Arsenal fan, I know all about that. Well, I was going to say with Wilshere. Yeah. yeah um, you have to manage... If he keeps playing him the way he is, he's going to burn out by by Feb and then they could be in real strife.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and I think Rodgers right now, everyone's talking about how bad Balotelli is, but this guy got 35 touches... Only three of them were in good goal-scoring positions. So he's moving into the channels where Suarez was, but he shouldn't be asked to do that because he's never going to deliver the same kind of performance. Um, I don't think he's being managed very well.
3: And the other how point you, you mentioned...
0: How... Sorry. You no, you go. I was going to change the topic slightly so you, you keep going. How do you manage Bellatelli though? Yeah,
2: The guy's uh, a bloody banana.
1: Yeah, it's difficult. He has shown in the past that he's a good finisher, but, but he doesn't work hard. He's come to Liverpool now and... He's not working hard and he's not even finishing. He's missing open goals.
2: Everyone, I think everyone knows the abilities there. It's just, it's his head that's the problem.
1: Yeah, I think he's being asked to do a role which he knows he can't do and it's affecting him.
2: He, I, I think if he actually felt like playing every week, he'd be a top five player in the world.
1: Yeah, if he had the right attitude. He's really, yeah. really composed on the ball. He's got a lot of skill, but... but again, yeah. it's the it's the
2: brain that, that lets him down.
0: Yeah, uh, And then this is the final stat for this game. Uh, Richard Dunn set the record for the most own <laughs> goals in the Premier League. It's probably the most unwanted unwanted record that you so we can have. on it. he'll score one. With his 10th own goal. Um, it's pretty yeah, embarrassing stat.
1: He's <laughs> managed to take over Carragher since Carragher since he retired.
0: So Yeah, it's not a bad one. Um, we'll move on then to the next game, which was the uh, later game on the Sunday, which was Swansea and Stoke, which finished 2-1 to Stoke. And I think there's, there's one major talking point out of this one, and that was the dive by Moses, Um Gary Gary Monk came out afterwards and basically called him a cheat and said he wouldn't be able to go home to his family and look them in the eye because of the way he played. Uh, First of all, do we we see it as a dive? It seems a pretty blatant one, but do we see it as a dive? And then um, do we think that Monk's comments were sort of out of place? Should he have said it? Should he have kept it to himself?
2: I think it's heat of the moment. The manager's lost points over over really a careless decision. But again, as you said, I think heat of the moment, and he's just frustrated that... A dive has cost his team three points. Absolutely disgraceful dive, mind you. But I uh, I, I don't think you should have said it, but I can understand why he did.
1: Yeah, it seems like a major overreaction. Um, obviously, it was a dive, and maybe they should look at it. But he seemed to blame the whole the whole result on that incident.
0: And when you think about it, that they were up, they were one 0 up at that point. So the dive short sure, took it back to one one. But they then conceded again uh, from a corner. So it's not as if this was you know, a 90th minute dive to, to get them the three points. Um, so I think... Look, I understand. I think Hughes came out as well and said Monk will learn as he gets a bit more experience as a manager, but he needs to learn to bite his tongue a bit. And Type Club, you were saying before the podcast as well that, that the uh, penalty for Swansea was a bit soft as well, so it's kind of went both yeah. ways. That yeah. Yeah, way so
1: it did go both ways, yeah.
0: I saw that just earlier. It was odd. He kind of
2: rugby tackled him but didn't. He had his arms around his waist, didn't he?
0: I think so, yeah, and I think... Hughes made the point that, um before the season, everyone had been sort of instructed to tell players not to, 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 to group players at corners and so, so yeah. on. It's mainly from a, I'd almost say it's targeted at Skirtle more than anyone else, but...
2: I, I, I thought the, the Swansea penalty was there, because he does sort of grab him and kind of drag him down, but... Well
0: sure, but I mean, as we've been saying so many times, when you've got someone like Skirtle who does it every week, yeah, that, you know, arguably it's a penalty, but they just never seem to give them.
2: Yeah,
1: but,
0: yeah. who knows what referees
1: think? Boney, Boney, he's a big guy, and it was a bit of grappling both ways, and he went down like a sack of spuds. Um, (laughs) I I don't know, if every player starts doing that, it might be a worry. It
0: would be be interesting. Um, The next game for discussion is the United-West Brom draw, which was 2-2 Tuesday morning. Uh, United continue to have away issues. They haven't actually won away from home this season, and when their opponents have been West Brom, Burnley and Leicester, uh, you have to wonder... Where, where to from here because it's only going to get more difficult as they um they've got chelsea this week for instance um, do we see United I mean they they got a they've had a couple of wins for the season they were up to fourth a little bit but are they out of the woods are they still in trouble are they you know have they turned a corner yet or not
2: I actually didn't realize until someone posted the other day that how easy their run uh, from now or from the beginning of the season to now was but I, I just, yeah. you look at Man United and you look at no disrespect to the other teams but you look at the teams they've played. You know, in the the Ferguson era, they'd be probably top, maybe dropped one or two points
0: max. I think uh, United, along with Hull, have had the easiest starts of the season. Uh, So, absolutely, you'd you'd think they'd have a lot more points on the board by now. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you think so. I mean, LVG said himself, give him three months, and um, now that's passed.
2: However, sorry (laughs) to interrupt, however, he he said that was stupid to say. He
0: did, I was (laughs) going to say. He came out and actually said that was a really stupid Uh, time frame to give himself. He's a wise man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, do we, I also wanted to Sorry Just wanted to mention The, uh, the West Brom tweet At half time Saying that you know Fellaini was warming up yeah. in a tra- Taking his tracksuit off And thankfully He had a United kid On underneath And obviously What does Fellaini go and do He scores about Two minutes after coming on
2: Great hit too Great play Great hit so,
0: Yeah It <laughs> almost seems, seems A rule these days That if a club comes out And tries to have A bit of a banter With an opposition player That that player Is going to score a goal Well
1: there was another one was With Sunderland been- as well they the PR guys at Sunderland were talking about. Um, O'Shea's great defensive record and any cops eight goals.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the form of Van Persie, who's just looked a shadow of himself this season. Uh, do we see his, his time almost up at, at United, especially with all the attacking talent they've got?
1: Um, he seems like the kind of guy who, at this age of his career, he's a bit of a downhill skier. He's not going to lift your team up and um, put in a world-class performance to bring you back in. Uh, if your team's going well, I'm sure that he's still got it, but he's not the right guy for him right now.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely, and I think it's it's interesting. Obviously, they've got Falcao, they've got Mata, they've got Di Maria. Marais, who's actually, I think he's something like four assists in five games, something like that, so he's really at the basis of all their attacks. Um If you're not performing at the top of your game for United these days and you're an attacker, I mean, if you're a defender, you can coast along, but if you're an attacker in Van Persie's position, you've really got to be you know, putting them away, and he just hasn't been doing that. And they've also got Rooney to come back in.
1: Yeah, I mean, Di Maria, there's a bit of talk of him being injured as well from that game, so if that guy's injured, you know, it's pretty much the wheels are going to come off of him, not that they're really...
2: Oh, they've got they've got Ashley Young to replace him. with. have
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. got Valencia, they could call recall Nani.
0: <laughs> uh, you just yeah. wonder
2: though, is the lack of experience at the back for United gonna hurt them long term? I mean, we can see now that the defences are worried. They've got De Gea, who's who's doing quite well, but Rojo and Shaw, Raphael, Smalling, Jones, whoever the other centre back is, it when they're not injured, you you just wonder will that be their downfall?
1: Yeah, I think their game plan requires a lot of concentration and um, inevit- inevitably this team switches off every game and um, it seems to be costing them every week.
2: Do you think that's because the pl- it's the players or a coaching thing? or?
1: I think the players are under too much pressure with this new system and um, I don't think the system's helping them. So I think these players with a better coach and a better system could perform. I- I'd-, I'd be blaming LVG right now.
2: What would you use if you were lining them up?
1: I just set them up with a more traditional back four um, and, you know, try to play to the player's strengths rather than try to get the players to play into the system. Uh, Mm -hmm. That seems to be what good coaches do. (laughs) 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 Oh,
2: oh, (laughs) love love the subtle
3: little
0: dick. Brilliance. We, uh, we had, we had four other 1am games on the Saturday night. Like we, 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 we haven't covered it in too much detail, but we had West Ham beating Burnley 3-1 to move into the top four, which is pretty impressive for West Ham. This we done well, hasn't he? Coming from League 2. Five goals in five games for him. That's, 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 <laughs> a, that's a bit of a coup by Big Sam. Oh, I, Big
1: Sam, he's put on a sexy football sense.
0: And he's just turned 60 <laughs> as well, he's mellowing with his age. Yeah. <laughs> you like a fine wine. Burnley are in a bit of strife though. They haven't won a game, have they? They have not. They're the only side now that that haven't won a game, I believe. Now that Newcastle have some points on the board, yes, yeah,
2: they're, they're in real strife, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One a question trouble.
0: I wanted to ask about Burnley is: Do we see them breaking the uh, the old record set by Derby for a total Look, points that, low? Uh-huh. 10, 10, no, I
2: points, I Ten, 10 mm,
0: points. How many points are they on now? One, three. I think. I think they've had three draws. They drew with United. They drew with United. Yeah. They drew with. Uh, uh, Leicester
2: nine, nine points is pretty bad That, that nine points is, is, is Absolutely shit out Well it would basically be It's, it's the
0: reverse of the, the thread that got started this week And we ask can Burnley win a game if they can't win a game then you'd, you'd back them to not make that points total but... I think they can I mean I haven't really seen any of their games But are they that terrible
1: yeah, have, have they played Liverpool yet?
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you look at how Liverpool went against QPR and that does become a genuine question. Yeah, exactly. Have <laughs> they um, played QPR? Uh, I don't think they've played QPR yet, so that could be the big game.
1: Burnley, they've looked... Everybody knew that they weren't good at the start of the season and they just haven't proved anyone wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh, we also had... Chelsea beat Palace 2-1 with a couple of cracking goals from Oscar and Fabregas. But both sides were reduced to 10 men before the break, so that had a bit of heat in it. in a, a inner work for the Chelsea goals. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The Fabregas goal in particular, the, the one-touch yeah, football yeah, that was, play, was That brilliant. play was, that was, that was lovely.
1: Each each goal went into the top corner, either side, and um, I think both goals were voted the best of the week.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, we also had Everton beat Villa 3-0, with Barkley making his return for... Everton, so they're starting to get some players back, get some personnel on the park, so I mean, Baines and Coleman at um, right and left back, or also chipping in Coleman, I think, scored again, so uh, Everton's starting to get back to winning ways
1: Yeah, they need to as well, because they were bottom five, they had a terrible start They really need to they, they
0: And Villa has not scored in about four goals, in four games
1: Yeah, um, they're not traveling them very well either
0: They you lost know,
2: also, didn't they? So was that? They lost second game in, didn't they? They lost Berkeley pre-season, I think well, I think that
0: that played a part to their poor form. Yeah, he's, yeah I mean, due, he's due to return as well. Oh yeah, yeah. He played against Villa, and you could just see his composure on the ball and his attacking ability. He just was looking to attack every time he was on the ball. Um, it really sort of sets Everton up a lot better, a lot more positive, which is good to see for them. Uh, and it was also good to see Newcastle finally get a win, one nil against Leicester.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got their first win, was it?
0: Yeah, first win of the season, courtesy yeah. of um, Obertan. That, oh, that'll it's... keep Pardew in a job for another six months. Yeah.
2: That's right. So,
1: Ashley will be very happy.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was a bit interesting. And, I mean, that game was delayed by now because they had, um, was it scaffolding falling off one of the screens or something because of the weather? So yeah, I all, heard about that. Yep. All happening up in yeah, the the screens came loose or something. bit ridiculous. Everything's going on up there. But, uh, <laughs> Ash, Ashley not paying the bills or something, probably. <laughs> good Good advertising for his business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this morning we had Champions League's uh, first first games of the week for the Champions League. We had uh, Man City up against CSKA Moscow giving up a two goal lead to uh, draw 2-2 with them and it's almost almost curtains for Man City. They've still got a bit of a chance to get through but uh, it's looking like a bit of a mountain to climb for them. Did either of you catch this one or catch the highlights? I saw the
2: goals they were all tappings from what I remember in a penalty for Moscow but
0: I was going to ask about the penalty, so whether we see it as a penalty. I think there's a few City fans on the board who, with a bit of a healthy dose I, of cynicism, saying it's. I,
2: I actually only saw the penalty, not the penalty awarded.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, it was, it seemed to me there was a bit of contact, but again, like with the Moses and Bonnie penalties, they went down pretty easily. Um, um,
1: for that result, they did concede a lead penalty, but I'd probably be shining the light on Pellegrini as well, because this guy. They were up 2-0 with 30 minutes to go. And players like uh, Silva and Zeko weren't playing very well. And he left all these attacking players on with 30 minutes to go. It's not something you'd probably see Mourinho do. Um, you know, tactical intelligence, I'm not sure if Pellegrini has it.
0: Yeah, and I, there was interesting um, company came out after the game and he didn't blame the result for this, but uh, criticised UEFA uh, for basically letting a section of CSK fans into the stadium when it was meant to be a closed-door game because they're having a three-game ban because of racism. Uh, there was a section of supporters who were able to come in and obviously quite loudly support Moscow. Um, and basically, companies' comments were, you know, who's being punished here for racism? Because City didn't have any supporters in the stadium. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that.
1: Yeah, City came out flying at the start of the match, and um, in the end, they were silenced by the fans. yeah. <laughs>
0: 300. 300 fans. 300 (laughs) strong. Um, Spartans. (laughs) The the other English team in in action this morning had a much better result with Chelsea winning 6 0 against Maribor. Uh, With Drogba scoring his first goal since returning for Chelsea. Mourinho wasn't happy that he took the penalty. Wasn't happy that he he took it off Hazard. I wonder if it was uh, Drogba insisting that he takes the penalty or maybe, maybe Hazard being a bit selfless for him.
1: I will. You got a player like Drogba, and um, if he's picking up the ball, you're not going to take it off him, you know. As a player, like, as a young
2: kid. <laughs> yeah. Scary man, mind, wouldn't it? Yeah, a yeah. yeah. scary like man. A one, of the, one of their goals, one of their goals was great, I think. Or oh, could it be Fabregas's? Or even, or, I'm not sure. It was, but has it, has it stormed down the wing on a counter? I think played it through to Fabregas, who squared it to, I don't know who, but it, 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 I, I, I think was might have been the fourth. I have no idea, but the, the, play, the play was brilliant.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. one, one thing I did want to ask about was um, Hazard's finishing ability. I think there's some talk on the board that basically that's what he needs to take his game to the next level. Um, there was an own goal for Maribor, which was basically Hazard not being able to finish it himself. Um, how do we see him as a player at this point of his career? Is that basically all that's holding him back?
1: Um, I think right now, Hazard, he's very good for his age. And a lot of people, because of it, you've got Ronaldo and Messi as um, like extraterrestrial players, uh, people tend to compare him to those two, uh, got to just take him for what it is. And right now, I think he's a pretty good player, travelling pretty well. Um, I think at, over time, he'll probably improve his finishing, but right now, there wouldn't be many teams that he wouldn't step into.
2: Yeah. I think the only team he wouldn't get into is maybe Real and uh, Bayern.
1: Yeah, and he's I, still pretty young.
2: Well, maybe Barca too, but if, it's not really a, a slight on anyone if you can't walk into those teams.
0: Oh, for sure. And then talking of Bayern, they also had a pretty big win this morning. I think it was 7-1 over Roma. Not um, as good as Southampton. Not as good as Southampton, no, not quite. But um, obviously we had some interesting comments on the board from our resident Bayern supporter who said that this is what happens when sides are glorious and they go out and attack and they don't park the bus and they, they go out and they lose 7-1. Uh, and the question has to be asked, is it worse to get a point parking the bus than it is to lose
1: 7-1? Is it worse? Um, so,
0: well, you know, which is, which is the better result? I mean, well, how, yeah. how do you think of the side that parks the bus compared to the side that goes out and loses 7-1?
1: You have to be smart in the Champions League. You can't be afford to be going six goals down in goal difference, um, in a group of death. But, um, but yeah, you, you've also got...
2: I think the only thing to, the only way to play against those elite European clubs away from home especially is to sit back and play on the counter and that's it.
0: And it's, yeah, well, it's tough, exactly. If you go... Oh, top clubs, top club's left us for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's, it's obviously a bit hard when you're playing against a club like Bayern. There's not much you can... It's, just, it's exactly the same situation as Hull with against Arsenal. I mean, you can't go out and attack because all that's going to happen is you're going to get ripped to shreds um, by the superior passing of the other side and you'll go, as Roma found themselves, to go four or five goals down. And you could see with the Roma players towards the end of the game, they just dropped their heads. And, I mean, I think the comment was that to park the buses to be a bit gutless, but I, I question whether the Roma players are a bit more gutless in, um, in basically giving up towards the end of the match. I mean, you've got to do
2: what you've got to do if you want to secure a point. It doesn't matter how you play. I mean, it, it, you could you could park ten, 10 buses, and if you get a point out of that, I mean, you're not going to complain at the end of it if, if that secures your qualification.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um... Just one second, I'm just going to try and get Type back in. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. Oh, they were I'm back. back? Excellent. Um, was there, were there any other Champions League games that we wanted to cover before we, we sign off?
1: Well, Barcelona got a pretty easy game in their, in their prep game for the El Clásico. They've also managed to play one day earlier than Real Madrid, so that's good for them. It
0: was 3 1 in the end, wasn't it? I think Messi scored. Um, was it Neymar who got another one?
1: Yeah, Neymar and Messi, the usual suspects for Barca this season. Um, Barca- Messi, he's... He's gotten within two goals of Raul's record now, so he's equalled Ronaldo, but Ronaldo gets to play Liverpool tomorrow,
0: so we'll see what happens there. Ariana, Ronaldo will just chalk him up against Liverpool. Quick, uh,
2: quick, quick, <laughs> quick question. Type club, if Messi does get the record at the Bernabeu, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous to stop a game and do a presentation and a ceremony. I, for him.
2: I agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. I mean, you're asking for.
1: A, probably a war if you if you want to do that turn about. <laughs> um, any other stadium maybe, but
2: I think it's stupid to stop the game midpoint regardless of what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, it's <laughs> <clear? laughs> exactly it's a really bad idea. It's it's fallen like it's a good timing to get the record if you want to be, you know, um, a fly on the wall. But no, I don't think I don't think it's a good idea. Real Madrid fans are known for applauding the opponents, but there's simply no way they'll they'll corroborate with with that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and that's fair enough. really. I, I I I don't see anything wrong with Madrid not wanting to go ahead with it. It's yeah. stupid to even suggest to begin with, anyway.
1: Yeah, but they want to stop the match and do a ceremony, um,
2: get Messi on the stage. Fuck, what's so? It's what, stupid, absolutely. They,
1: maybe maybe they should do it at Anfield if if Ronaldo <laughs> breaks the uh, breaks the record himself for the Champions League.
2: Whose record is is it? Raúl's.
1: Yes, yeah, Raúl's. They're both within two goals now. So they wow. can match it with two or break it with three or, or wow. one.
0: All right, and we'll talk about those games in um, our next segment, uh, just coming up right after this. But but for now, because Croft's leaving us, I'll, I'll thank you for, for coming on, Croft. Thank you for having me, as always. No worries, and we'll, we'll see you back for the next segment, Type Club. So for everyone else, stay tuned. That's coming up just after this. And we're back after that break, and I still have Type Club with me. But along for the previews for the weekend, I have Cookson. Good
4: evening all.
0: And World Cup 22, 2022.
3: Good evening all. How are we? Yeah,
0: uh, we'll, we'll jump straight into um, a game we've got on tomorrow morning, which will be of interest to two of um, two of the punters on here. We've got Real Madrid up against Liverpool at Anfield. Um, might start with your thoughts, World Cup twenty twenty two. How do you think the game's going to play out?
3: Uh, well, uh, I'm. I'm a bit worried at the moment, really. <laughs> um out of form at the moment. We are. Um but then again, these big games is when players step up. So it might actually be a game where Balotelli, or Balatores, as we've been calling him, <laughs> does something. So um and, and okay. Ray Al can see goals. But there is an opportunity there, but look, I think person I, I think we'll probably lose 2-1. Top club?
1: Yeah, um, it's similar to the game last year when when United were playing Bayern and everyone is expecting a huge win. Um, it's it could probably happen, but you might just have a two one game. Um, I'm expecting a lot of goals though, so I'm not thinking three goals. Um both defence I mean, Sterling could exploit the uh defence if Marcelo starts. But yeah, I think <clears throat> I don't think Liverpool defence
0: will hold up. Yeah, I mean I can see quite a few goals in this. I think there's a stat put up about um Ronaldo's season so far versus Liverpool as a, as a whole, and yeah, goal for goal, he's he's looking pretty impressive compared to Liverpool.
3: Yeah, I'm a bit worried about. I'm I'm not sure if Sarko is available, but I would rather him play than than uh, Lovren. And I, I haven't actually seen any news as to whether he can. He's he's back from injury, but Lovren's a bit of a worry at the moment.
0: Uh, what are your thoughts, Cookson?
4: It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> I expect Ronaldo to score a hat trick. I'm in. Mean. To be honest, you expect him to score at least two every game. The way the form he's in is just... He's made to exploit teams, and one mistake, Real Madrid will pounce, and they will score.
0: Now, we were talking just before type Club. Um, Ronaldo's, I think you were saying, two goals away from the record? Yeah,
1: um, two goals away from the record and three from breaking it. Um, and I think his direct matchup is Glenn Johnson, which should be <laughs> illegal. Well, hopefully Manquio play,
3: I'd rather Manquio plays than Glen Johnson, really. <clears throat> yeah, do you think that's going to happen? Yeah. It's, um, I, don't, I think Glenn Johnson will uh, have a bit of a nightmare against Ronaldo. I mean, Man is young and, you know, he's Spanish. He'll be up for the game. Yeah, I
1: think there's um, definitely some defences in the world that can contain Real Madrid, but I don't think Liverpool's one of them. Um, I mean, they've conceded six goals, 16 goals in 11 games. Real Madrid scored 32 in 12.
3: <laughs> it's not looking good. Nah, we'll, we'll, the only way we're going to do well, we're going to have to just press them and, and keep the ball. If we do that well, I think we'll have a chance. Dare I say it, may you park the bus? Can we see <laughs> Liverpool
0: team park the bus at Anfield?
3: Nah, that, that won't work because they'll just be always attacking us. We've got to just press them, play the pressing game and, and just keep the ball and, and just, and get, and get, fo- and pour forward. That's... Yeah, the thing that's, is that... That won't work. It won't work against them.
1: I'm not sure if you'll actually... It's going to be really hard to get the ball in the first place because you've got um, Henderson versus Cruz and Modric in the midfield. Um, so I think they're
0: going to be pinned back a lot. Do we reckon yeah. Gerrard will start?
4: No. Gerrard's just too old for this type of game. I mean, Modric and Krois will outpass him and will just exploit any... Like, he lacks pace.
0: Well, that's that's my thinking, is that the passing of the ball will be just too quick for him. He won't be able to keep up with it.
4: I mean, it's time. I mean, Gerrard's been a good player, but... He should not be starting these sort of matches. You need a midfield that will run, press, harry and guarantee to last 90 minutes.
3: Now, I'd like him, i agree. I'd like him to come off the bench if we needed, if we, if we, if we got in front, I think it'd be a good player to come on towards the end of the game because he's got experience. But, um, look, um, I think we might, I wish that, I hope, I'm hoping that Joe Allen plays because he's a, he's a good player in terms of keeping possession.
1: Yeah. They're definitely going to need to keep possession as long as possible because the less they have possession, is the more vulnerable they'll become. Um, I mean, you've got, you're going to probably going to have a packed midfield because Bale's out. So I think Real Madrid will play more narrow. James and Iñigo will play. James will be missed.
3: Hummies. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Um
1: But yeah, Iñigo will drop behind uh, to set up plays. Ronaldo will be switching flanks. So you probably don't want to play an attacking fullback either.
3: No, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, um, some of our players attacking Marcelo though. He's their weak link, I think, in defence. Oh yeah, I mean, Sterling, I think Sterling versus Marcelo is Liverpool's
1: big chance in the match.
0: So can I get a score prediction from each of you? Maybe start with Cookson. 4-0. 4-0.
1: Piper? Uh,
0: yeah,
1: predicts predict 4-1. 4-1.
3: Okay. And you were with saying... 2-1, I reckon.
0: 2-1 uh, uh, or 3 I'm going to say 3-2 to Real Madrid. Yeah, I'll, I might say 3-1, so I'll be somewhere in the middle there. 3-1 uh, to Real Madrid. Um, and then we've got a pretty full-on weekend of Premier League football for, ahead of us. Um, we'll start with probably one of the, the lesser games in a sense. We've got West Ham up against Man City as, as the early game. Uh, and I guess there's a few big questions that we can uh, look at for this game. It's Sacco's in some incredible form for West Ham. We were talking about it just before with five goals and five, and whether he could make it six goals and six, or whether West Ham, we might see the old West Ham, and do we see them perhaps resorting back to the hoofball that
3: we know under old Sam?
4: No idea, really. I mean,
3: <laughs> it's hard to say. I, I hope they don't. I mean,. I mean, if they do that against Man City, they just—they've they, got to keep doing what they've been doing and just getting at teams. And and actually, Downing's having a good season somehow. Yeah, City aren't a small team. Uh, I think if they play a youth
1: ball, it's not going to be to their advantage.
3: Yeah, that'd be silly. I mean, just keep doing what they've been doing. Keep feeding Saka. Yeah, it's been working for them, therefore. Uh, do, a... we,
0: do we see any chance for West Ham win perhaps? Because City obviously had their had their travel over to Russia.
4: Yes. So I reckon West Ham. I mean, let's be honest. City didn't really have a change in atmosphere from playing in front of an empty stadium <laughs> to playing in front of another empty stadium.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, what, is it at home for City? No idea. <laughs> I assume that
3: was the stab at the Etihad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I think I think West Ham. could... Let's have a look and oh, actually, I'll have a look and see whether it is is at home or mm-hmm. not. If I think if it's home, I think West Ham could. Could get a draw
0: out of it. I mean, West Ham Ham beat Liverpool at home, um, so it's not as if they've kind of they go into their shell against the bigger clubs per se. Um, So, well, I mean, it could be it could be quite an interesting one. Of course, you've got basically two of the most informed strikers in the in the division: Aguero up against Sacco. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's the only game Saturday night. I'm I'm going to go for a one-all draw here. (laughs) One-all draw. What about you guys?
0: Going to go for
1: City three-win. Same. West Ham. They're playing a new game, um, a new game plan, than what they've been used to, so teams don't really know how to deal with it. Yeah. But I still think 2-1 for City.
0: Yeah, I could I'd probably see West Ham scoring as well, so I'll say yeah, 2-1 or 3-1. Um, one of the 1am games that we've got to look forward to, which I'm certainly looking forward to after um, mm-hmm. after our exploits of last season, we've got Liverpool up against Hull at home. And I'm really hoping that, uh, that your mob can shatter all of Liverpool's confidence type club and We'll face a broken <laughs> Liverpool at Anfield on, on Saturday night.
3: You want to bet on this, do this you? Want bet, you? <laughs>
0: no, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I got I got away with one against Cruyff, but um, no, I think the big concern for Hull is, is our injuries. We've got Michael Dawson, no, Nikita Jelovic out for four to six weeks. Uh, Steve Harper's probably out the, potentially the season with a, a torn bicep. So we're down to our third keeper. We can't actually recall a keeper from... We've got a keeper out on loan at Hibs that we can't recall, so we're down to basically our third choice and then a youth keeper on the bench. So Do I'm you like dreading... Me. Sorry? Would you like Mignolet? Um, oh, look, at this stage I'll take him. Um, <laughs> interesting Interesting thing is that the keeper who's likely to be on the bench has saved something like seven penalties in a row. So uh, in the interesting scenario that uh, Jakubovic gets sent off for you know a red card in the box and up steps Rory Watson it'd um, <laughs> be interesting to see how he goes against presumably Stevie Gerrard.
3: Yes, Gerrard misses about, he misses about 1-15 or something. Yeah, so that, that could be quite interesting.
0: How do you, yeah, how do you guys see the game? Um I
3: think, I, I think we'll, I think we'll probably st- we'll still win this one, but it'll be one goal. it'll be a close game. Um if, we'll probably win by either 1-0 or 2-1. Well, it's a Saturday game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it's actually got so, a, a short turnaround.
1: Yeah, Liverpool have a very short break, and I don't think they're gonna, Rest any plays against um, Real Madrid, so um, yeah, and I think between Hurricane Gonzalo and Real Madrid, the full match be totally ruined by Saturday. But yeah, uh, I reckon two two.
0: Yeah, another two two. Well, they, we've we've scored two goals in each of our last six or seven games. I think something ridiculous like that. So we're one of only three clubs to score in every game this season. So um, look, if you can keep us if you can keep us out and uh, keep a clean sheet. For your first in 15 games or whatever it is.
3: I'm a bit worried about the army because he just bulldozes midfielders. Midfields.
0: Well, I was going to ask about that. Um, I was reading about how Bobby Zamora was quite physical against you guys for QPR and kind of rubbed my hands together because I reckon Diami is exactly that sort of player for us. Obviously, he doesn't play as far forward as Zamora, but uh, if the uh, defence doesn't handle the physicality of Zamora, they're not going to do too well with the army. Uh
3: Sarko would. Be. I don't know if he's. A, saw, i saw. I don't know if he's going to be playing tomorrow. I haven't... He's been in for the last couple
0: of weeks. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting one to watch. Cookson, what do you reckon about the game?
3: I
4: reckon if whole City need to win, what they need to do is a bit of misdirection. For example, have one of, the, uh, one of their players show up with a nice tan white <laughs> shirt with a number seven on the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Liverpool players will just fall to the floor with nightmares.
4: Yep, and hopefully... Well, what I expect is probably Liverpool to win 2-1, but that's dependent on Again, will Brendan Rodgers rotate the team, which he hasn't done at all this season?
0: Well, the interesting one is whether... Sterling, I mean, obviously, you'd, you'd expect Sterling to start, but that would be his third game in a week, and that was obviously what he was having issues with, with when he was over with England. Um, so whether we see quite a fatigued Sterling, or whether he yeah. gets taken off quite early in the second half against Real Madrid if they're losing quite heavily, or... or what
3: I happens. think he'll play about 60 minutes against Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, even yeah. No matter what happens, he'll play about 60 minutes...
1: I think, I think um, Sterling might fall asleep at halftime. There's nothing <laughs> to see to you
0: know. It's past his bedtime, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean, I'm not as confident about this one as Arsenal, so I'll probably say 3-2 to Liverpool, just to continue with us scoring two goals every game. Um, you, you can so. bet
4: Zimbabwean dollars on this game. <laughs> <laughs> Talk down a million Zimbabweans.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I'll still steer clear of this one, I think. It's a bit too unpredictable. Yeah. Um, well, we've, got, we've got Southampton up against Stoke next, and Southampton again at home, uh, backing up from an eight-nil win over Sunderland. Uh, <laughs> any chance of seeing a similar sort of scoreline against Stoke, or do you reckon Stoke would just be a bit too too strong at the back?
3: Not with Stoke, absolutely not. They not they, they don't get some They don't get thrashed like that. Um, and I reckon I reckon Southampton might go into this game a bit too confident. So um, I don't think so ca- of,
0: Do you reckon chance of an upset?
3: Oh, not, not an, I reckon maybe not an upset, but I think it'll either be a one, a, a narrow win for Southampton or a draw. Because Stoke are always hard to beat. They
0: are. This is true. This is true.
3: Once they get physical and and um, they could they could cause a few issues for for Southampton. I mean, I think that it'll be either so either a, Stoke, a Southampton win or a Stoke, or a draw. Yeah,
1: I'll go with a Southampton win. Um, they've won more games this year than Man United. Not saying much, but
0: <laughs> oh, Cookson. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I reckon. game
4: season. It's a marathon, not a sprint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're coming off eight goals and, um, they're also going into the game with the best defence in the top, in the league, so, uh.
0: Yeah, I realise that. They've only considered, was it five or six goals?
1: Yeah, five goals. Apparently yeah. the top, the best in the top four divisions, um, in England.
0: Not bad. Not
1: bad at all. They are doing,
3: yeah, they're doing well. Um, I just, I don't think they're going to, I mean, last season they, they were second in the league in the start of December and then they just, I just fell right off the um,
0: table, pretty much. I think, hopefully, you you think they're maybe a bit better set up this time around. I guess you've got the experience of it happening last season. The players will have a better mentality. I know that there's quite a few new personnel there, but there just seems to be a better quality of of player there. I mean, they had had Lambert as their main striker last season, who, I guess with Jay Rodriguez as well, but Lambert was pretty old, pretty unreliable. Um,
4: And yet he'll be starting in the Champions League game (laughs) in approximately... (laughs) 10 hours.
3: He won't, It'll be bellatorious
0: to start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so so we reckon probably a, a, maybe a 2-0 win to Southampton?
4: Yep, Liverpool reserves to win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Okay,
1: guys. we have start. 3-0 um,
0: Southampton. Um, two sides both looking for a bit of a bounce back after disappointing results last week. In Sunderland's case, much worse than in Arsenal's case. But um, Sunderland take on Arsenal at the Stadium of Light. Do we... S- I mean, for Sunderland supporters, even if they lost maybe two or three nil, would that be almost seen as as an okay sort of result after what they experienced last week?
3: Oh, well, they're gonna, they're obviously they're obviously going to put in a better performance than than, than last week. Um, they're not going to get and they're not going to get thrashed like that again. Um, but you'd think uh, Arsenal. I mean, they've only won two games this year, haven't they?
0: They have, yeah. Yeah, they're going to. I mean, they, they need to win. They've got to win. I see another draw. This has. It's actually a draw written all over it, considering Sunderland have I think five five or six drawers. And yeah. um, Arsenal have only won two games, like you're saying.
3: Yeah, I a re- draw and then another another injury for Arsenal maybe somewhere.
0: <laughs> Murder sucker. To make it injury number nine hundred and one. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon
4: Sunderland will win this game.
0: You reckon Sunderland oh. will win? Yeah.
4: It's a dead cat syndrome. they bounce <laughs> they hit the floor, they're gonna bounce up, show a bit of life, then
0: I was actually going to ask whether whether they sort of take a bit of a sting from last week and come out breathing fire at Arsenal. Um, I
4: don't underestimate how insane Gus will be.
0: Oh, yeah, they would have copped oh. the hiding after that. that Gaspoi 8, you mean? Gaspoi <laughs> <boy eight>. 8? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Renounceations
4: is not this podcast specialty.
0: No, I just... I just it was, it was a joke about the, the number 8 pick it up, Cookson. They lost 8-0. Oh, <laughs> oh, come penny,
4: on. Penny
0: drops. Penny drops.
3: That's
4: terrible, that's terrible. <laughs> it's
3: awful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, put it this way, there's not going to be any defenders scoring from 18 yards out this week. Yeah, probably not,
0: no. But hope not, anyway. The um, Next game I wanted to talk about was Spurs up against Newcastle in the early game of Sunday night. Uh, last season, Newcastle actually got a win in this game, and NUFC wanted us to mention uh, Tim Krul's heroics. I think he had something like 17 or 18 saves against Spurs. Quite a few fantastic saves, actually, uh, and they won 1-0. Can't really see a repeat of that this time, though.
4: Surely Tottenham will win. Surely.
0: Well,
1: Newcastle, they're on a roll now. They've won their first game. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they might just go on and a major a streak one. and make it two. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think, I think Spurs are going to be too strong. Uh, they're going to need to win this week. If they want to really challenge for the top four, this is the kind of game that they need to win. Um, and I reckon all over the park they're a bit stronger. I reckon
3: 4-1. 4-1? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think they will win. Um, although some would say that Paji might be playing for his, uh, uh, playing, they're play, playing for his job, so to speak. days. that's if he, if he has to. I mean, he might, all the rumours of him being in, in debt to Mike Ashley and he doesn't, his job's guaranteed. Uh, I thought Spurs were a bit unlucky against City, like 4-1, it wasn't that, that sort of a game at all, they had a few bad decisions go against them, and they um, they did quite well against City, I watched the game last week, I don't know if you guys, you would have discussed it in last week's one but podcast, but I think Spurs aren't a bad team, they're, they're solid, they're not, they're not spectacular. They're starting
0: to come together, they've got a few players in some decent form in Chadley and Ericsson, um, Soldado, Soldado.
3: Well, he, he
0: can't I mean, even score penalties now. Yeah, we, we, actually, we met that joke earlier. Yeah, he can't even score a penalty now. That was his specialty last season, and now he yeah. can't even do that. Yeah. So um... do we? I think,
1: Sorry. yeah, Lamilla is just taking too, too, too long to, uh, settle in. I
0: was a bit which... surprised at that, because he, he apparently had quite a good pre-season.
1: Yeah, he was only, he was playing pretty well in Italy, which is the European landscape. There shouldn't be too much excuses for him, even though he's Argentinian. But, uh, Eriksen came in at the same time and looks much better.
0: Yeah. Uh, one question I did want to ask about Newcastle is do we see them, I mean it's eight games now they've got, fair enough they've got a win on the board, but do we see them as a genuine contender for relegation? Or do we reckon that they'll
3: sort of pick up halfway through the season and sort of... pull back? pick through? up. They've got too much quality in their squad. Um, Sissokos the and Gufrans and these are good players. It's just, there's something not right there at the moment. And I don't know whether it's Pardew related or who knows, but
4: They'll get better. Yeah, pretty much as I reckon, as soon as Padu gets sacked, which should be in approximately, <laughs> massier one, two. I give it about three weeks. Yeah. Yep, they'll succeed, They'll have. They'll improve massively. They'll have a decent second half of the season. Finish mid table. Then yeah.
0: Fair enough. Then, um, and we'll move on to the probably arguably the blockbuster of the round. We've got Man United up against Chelsea, which I'm sure. Cookson will have a lot to say to say about. Um, with injuries to Remy and Costa, who will presumably miss this game if, if Mourinho is not playing mind games on everyone again, um, they're looking a bit light on up top. Is there, is there a chance that you guys could probably sneak a win?
4: I'm probably I'm more confident about this game than I am about the West Brom game.
3: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
4: no, that's being legit. I just reckon I reckon there's something hidden there that Louis Van Gaal is planning. I don't know what, but. <laughs> What I want to see in this game, though, is I want, I want Van Persie dropped. Yeah,
0: we were talking he's, about that
4: earlier. He's, he's just looking a bit slower, a bit out of form. I mean, put Falcao up top. This is going to sound odd, but put Fellaini as a number ten because
0: that's his that's his best position.
4: Yeah, I mean, because you're against Chelsea. Chelsea aren't going to come out and play possession based football, tiki taka, and et cetera, et cetera. You're going to have to be physical against Chelsea. That's what the Afro Man can do. <laughs>
3: Well, he did score his first
4: goal in how many games last week? Dunno. But first it goal. Was be, it was a beautiful goal. I mean beautiful chest control. Smash it on the smash it out. Beautiful first touch. I mean video. Yeah, I mean I expect what I want is I expect Falcao and Fellaini to be up front. I was Falcao would just exploit the runs, try to drag defenders out of position. Fellaini there. Ruiz with, with it. Is yeah.
0: Renis, yeah, Renis not back to uh, next game, I don't think. Yeah,
3: and, and also, as, as Paculeta, if that's pronounced right, he's also out, isn't he? With the, he with got the red card. So, I uh, I don't know who will, who, he plays at left back, does he normally, or right so back?
0: So, it'll be, um Louise who comes in, isn't it? Not, not David Louise,
3: uhm, Felipe
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think so, yeah.
3: Um then quality then replacement. Good cool replacement, yeah, yeah like I was gonna say. <laughs> but, um he, he hasn't been playing much there, obviously, maybe that's a, a chance to, for, um, United to put Di Maria on the right to just give him a nightmare.
1: No, it probably... is, is it true that De Maria, Maria took a knock and is injured? Because I heard a few reports of that. Um, if he's injured, they're in big trouble. Because Mourinho, he doesn't, he performs well in the big games, his teams. And, um, I can see them definitely beating Manchester United pretty easily.
4: If De Maria is fit, I expect him to play in the middle. None of this stuff. Like he played on the wing against West Brom, and he looked lesser. Like put him in the wing, let him run around, give him, tell him to do whatever he sees fit. Have Herrera, Blind, and Carrick defending with
1: their lives. <laughs> they tried to steal three points. Oh yeah, Danny Blant. He got a goal on the weekend. It
0: was a very nice goal. He he was was back sh- into it. Um, I saw. I think it was Gary Neville during the week said that United shouldn't be afraid to play the long ball against Chelsea um, which would be quite a sight to see United playing a very defensive game style at Old Trafford I uh, don't think you'd see that too often um, so it will be an interesting one I think Chelsea without Remy or with or Costa I mean what they'd be starting with Scherler perhaps up front Drogba Drogba you reckon he'd start against United well Seems a else a
4: there, really? who else is there who else is there I guess
0: you could play Scherler he's, he's a bit of a striker isn't he no we can't play. yeah yeah
4: so we false nine, which does help the fact that we are defensively weak. That's what you say about like every other team on this planet except for like three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think has tried that before though. So I think if, if Dropper's fit, he'll probably start.
0: Who would but who would who would play if Dropper wasn't fit really? Sherlock. Yeah, you get down yeah. to um,
1: reserves or Sherlock. Yeah.
4: They can play with ten men. There you go, problem solved. <laughs> Even it
0: And got? I think they'd probably still beat you.
4: No, they won't. <laughs> I will bet $1 Zimbabwean in billion on that.
0: Is <laughs> that so what? $1? Score like predictions? Five. I'll give yeah, you score
4: a... I'm going 1-0 United.
0: I'm going 3-0 Chelsea.
4: No faith, SM.
1: No faith.
0: None I think United
1: all. have a goal. <laughs> um, 3-1 Chelsea.
3: Yeah, United will score, definitely. Um, but I think Chelsea will score more. But it's 2-1 Chelsea, younger. I'm going with. Already
4: what done. I want, what, it's like, what I want there, what I really hope for this game, Juan Mata to score a hat trick.
3: <laughs> well, he's looked ordinary recently. Uh, last, I watched the last game; he didn't, he didn't look great at all.
4: Yes, but hopefully he can come back. I mean, look at him—he's so cuddly. <laughs> how can anyone <laughs> hate Juan Mata? Chelsea probably know his weaknesses and probably know how to stop him. So as long as they don't touch his beard, we're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. The other games we have for the weekend, we have West Brom up against Crystal Palace um, at 1 a.m. on the Saturday night. In probably one of the, the more avoidable games of the weekend, um, we've also got Swansea up against Leicester. Both sides on a bit of a, a dour run at the moment. Both looking pretty, pretty desperate need for points for different reasons, I suppose. West. Sorry. home, are West Brom are at home against Palace. West, yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, Not West Ham. And game, yeah. and, uh, and Swansea are at home against Leicester. Um, Burnley at home against Everton um, <laughs> which probably will be about a 3 or 4-0 win to Everton you would expect Burnley looking pretty weak against the bigger clubs um, and we've also got QPR at home against Aston Villa any chance that QPR could pick up any points against a pretty out of sorts Villa? If Man doesn't play yes I mean Villa have Benteke back now as well so um, probably, they probably missed their chance to grab points off Villa
1: I don't know, I think QPR lost their a good chance to get points against Liverpool. <laughs> if they can't beat Liverpool, I don't
0: know. <laughs> oh, I don't know about us Absolutely. Um, so we'll move on then uh, from there. We'll talk about the El Clasico this weekend. Um, Real Madrid up against Barcelona. There's a few talking points in this game. We've got Suarez's return, the potential for Messi to break the uh, all-time goal-scoring record. So I'll grab your thoughts, Type Club.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to see a new... Kind of, kind of classier than what you're probably used to. Um, Barca, Barca's defense have been their strength this season. They've not conceded any goals in the league, uh, and you're going to have obviously the big attack versus the big defense, figuratively speaking, because Barca are actually pretty small. Um, so, I think with their poor run of results, the Barca team has changed a bit. They haven't, the trophies have dried up, and what's happened is Xavi. And Iniesta have been relegated to the bench more, so they don't really want Messi as forward anymore. So he's dropped back to fill that void and make more plays for Nima. And so far, it's been they've been looking much better. Um, but it's going to be a really different kind of class code than what you're probably used to.
0: Yeah, and and thoughts from you guys, Cookson.
4: I reckon this is going to be probably I reckon it's going to be a fairly open game. I mean, despite Barcelona's defense not conceding anything, but let's be honest, they're not against a normal attack. They're not against... They haven't faced any team half as good or as in form as Real Madrid right now in terms of attack with Ronaldo.
3: I lost 3-2 to PSG, for example, so...
4: Yeah, I mean, they had Cavani and Ibrahimovic, who... Itch. Are lesser players than Ronaldo, let's let's face facts, but... Again, I reckon it's going to be incredibly open. I reckon it's going to probably finish 4-3. <laughs> Well, yep.
1: yeah. Last week, Barca, they, they took 76 minutes to score against um, Ibar. So, you know, if that happens again, I think the game's going to be over by that time.
4: I'm probably going to go Real Madrid just. I mean, they've been average so far, but they've always stood up in the bigger games, which means probably they're going to have some... They're just going to pull something out of their ass. You expect that in games like this, where form doesn't matter, but... Having someone like Ronaldo in form will matter against that defence going Real Madrid.
0: (laughs) Do we we see um, Suarez playing... I mean, presumably he'll play some part. um, Off the bench, yeah. Off the bench, yeah. Uh, Do we see him getting much game time?
4: Ooh, Suarez versus Pepe. That's going to be entertaining.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He'll come off the bench, definitely. Um, We'll just... I mean, probably... I I see him come off the bench with about... Maybe 20, 30 minutes to go and you know how, he just, he just runs around and, and just, just runs pretty. He'll just, he'll cause, he'll cause. He'll, 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 he's gonna be out of touch, so um, he probably won't have that much of an impact, but.
0: If he wins faster, uh, a penalty, it could be interesting.
3: Yeah, i guess, <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that would be hilarious.
1: Um, as far as, he has a really high energy game and I don't think he's gonna be able to play that because he's not fresh. Um, so I think he will come off the bench, he won't start. But, yeah, my prediction is that Real will get up early and Barcelona will make a late comeback, but I'm thinking 4-2 to Real. 4-2.
0: World Cup 22? Um, I reckon it'll be 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw? I'll probably go for 3-1 to Real um,
4: as well. Don't don't underestimate that. Luis Suarez could have a snack in the middle of the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now we've got our weekly segment uh, with Cookson, uh, so hopefully you've been scouring the games this weekend for Moses. Um, Moses. There's yep. a few. There's a few contenders for the, the for the dive of the week, and um, curious to see if, which one you fell picked. Fell on out. the floor. Fell on the floor.
4: It's a beautiful award name. We have Moses. That's what World Cup 22 said, which was a tremendous The Opposition manager calls you a cheat. You do goofed.
0: <laughs> so we you have that. <laughs>
4: That's where there's plenty more. We have that. Some other player for some European team who decided to grab his own shirt.
0: Very specific. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I read about that. that. I I know what his name is. That's pretty interesting. That guy.
4: But yeah, we have that. We have. You mentioned someone, SM. Who was that?
0: Ah, we had, um, was it Luke Moore, I think, for Leicester, who, upon deliberately handling the ball went went to ground clutching his face as if the ball had smashed him in the face when uh, every replay in the ground showed that he'd stuck a hand out to it uh, which is quite interesting to see the other one I, I noticed was soldado which he talked about in the uh, review section of this um, outside the box dives gets the penalty and then misses the penalty so I think he got his just desserts on that one oh, that, that, that,
3: that is one of, that, that is just that he is a nightmare signing spurs and they should just get rid of him in January I think.
4: There we go. We have a four-way winner for this week's fall on the floor.
0: Very nice. And now we've got a bit bit of time before we wrap up, boys. So I thought I'd um, introduce a bit of a new segment. And we'll talk. There's been a lot of activity in the fantasy thread uh, in recent weeks. It's starting to heat up the competition. Um, So if you if you participate in the fantasy competition, um, give us your tip for for who to bring in this week. Who's in hot red hot form, and who's probably looking to be on the way out? Who, Who are you looking to sell? Um, if you don't play play fantasy, you can still give us your tip for, you know, most informed player and most out of form player.
3: Well, so, I, I I'm suggesting, um, I'm sorry, Club, I'm, um, I'm suggesting uh, Lloris as keeper because they've got Newcastle at home. <laughs> one? He's been in good form, Lloris. Uh, and who, who do you reckon would be um, one to avoid for this week? Who
0: might be one of the more popular players? Matter. Matter? You reckon <laughs> avoid him? You were saying, you were reckon backing him for the hat trick.
4: I hope he scores a hat trick. Different <laughs> expectations are two entirely different things.
0: So, who, who do you reckon to bring in this week, Cookson?
4: I'm gonna go Falcao.
3: Falcao. Will he play 90 minutes though. I reckon so. He's not looking. Look, he can do 90 minutes. yet, Even though he's he's been back from injury for a while, but
1: yeah, I think but the only reason he didn't start was because of jet lag on the weekend. Yeah.
4: He had the flip flop from Columbia to back. He probably <laughs> did a few lines of cocaine. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Type club. What would your um? What would your tips be? Uh, I
1: I think if you've got that Yulua guy from Leicester, yeah, um, his yeah. form has dried up. So a lot of people do have him. So I'd probably be probably be losing him at this stage. Um, what else? The obvious one to come in you know, are Tadic and Aguero because of Tadic's form. But I think if you want Aguero and you don't already have him, you better get him in soon because this his price is going to shoot up. At the, the, After that four-gold score. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're looking at Tadic. Tadic has scored 28 goals and 32 assists in his last 70 games. So he's not just a flash in a, flash in a pan, you know. So well, I mean, that, was, bringing him in.
0: that was my real concern, is because obviously he's had his four assists on the weekend. It's sort of the flavour of the month. Uh, but you look back at his form, even just this season, he has scored a couple of goals. He has set up a few. So um, there shouldn't be too much concern that it's like a one-off sort of you know, ones in the blue moon sort of performance from him. Um, so, no, I would definitely agree. Um, the one to, I reckon the one to drop if you, if you want to be really tactical about it is perhaps drop Costa for someone like a Pele um, because obviously Costa's missing for this week and perhaps next week. We don't actually know the extent of the injury. Um, to have that amount of money sitting on your bench not playing is a bit of a waste if you're really wanting to push up the table. So, you know, you have to be a bit bold. You have to roll the dice sometimes and that would be my tip would be to take Cost her out. It also frees up a bit of cash elsewhere. So if you could bring a Pele and a Tattagin or, or something like that, it, it really sort of sort of evens out your team a bit more.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, Arsenal got an easy run. Alexis Sanchez looks like a good one for the next couple of weeks. They've got Sunderland and they've got Burnley and I think they've got Swansea.
0: He's another. One. So he's he's only about eleven million, I think. So he's actually still quite affordable.
1: Um, yeah. Arsenal and Man City actually have pretty good pretty good months ahead in terms of our difficulty level. That's what I've had in the first eight games. Um, yeah, I'd look at Welbeck, too.
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, he's pretty he'd, be, he'd be a bit more of a nice. unique option. I think a few people are starting to get onto him now, but um, another unique one, well, he's, he's becoming a bit less unique now, it's the army from us, who's got four goals in five games. Um, I happily picked him up before the game against... Oh, who was it? it was before Crystal Palace, so I've, I've got two goals out of him already. And his ownership's jumped up already quite a lot. But um, he's quite unique and he's doing pretty well. So he'd be another oh. one I'd recommend looking at. Pretty cheap. Yeah, his,
1: his form in the last five games is, is ridiculous. 8-8, uh, 2-10, yeah. eight, eight, 7.
0: Yes, yeah, so and the, the only game he didn't score in was against Man City. So, I mean, you can sort of forgive him for that.
1: Yeah, 5.5 um, value. That's If you can get him in, why not? What have you guys
0: got coming in the next few weeks? SM? Um, well, after this week, we've got Southampton and Burnley. Um, and then yep. Tottenham. So it's a bit of a tough run, but you look at the fact he's just scored against Arsenal and you wonder whether, whether the, the opponent really will affect him. Um.
3: Uh, he's a quality player. I think the only reason the bigger clubs haven't signed him, he does, he does have a, um, a heart condition that requires monitoring. Right. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but, um, he's got, he has a doctor with him at every game.
0: Okay. No, I wasn't aware of that actually. That's interesting.
3: But that's, that's why, you know, you notice that he always goes for small transfer fees or, yeah. He's such a good player.
0: That will be interesting. Um, well, we might wrap it up there, boys. Thanks very much for coming on tonight. Uh, thank you, World Cup 2022. No worries, mate. And Pleasure. thank you, Cookson. No worries. And thank you, Type Club, for sticking through the whole show. Yeah, thanks for having
1: me. Good to break my duck.
0: Yeah, great to have you along. Uh, and thank, you, th- thank you, everyone, for um, listening in. Hopefully your team has a good weekend. Um, and until next week, we'll see you on the boards.